Hey guys, welcome to Oversharing. I'm Maria. And I'm Tawny. So, it's Wednesday, right? Is it? Hump day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm beat. Are you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 I, and I'm saying that because I feel like more and more by Wednesday, I'm just exhausted. Well, you mentioned to me earlier that your sleep was all messed up last night, so... No, I slept. Oh, you slept. You just woke up way too early. Yeah, I think I actually, I woke up at four, a little after four. I usually don't get up till 4.50. Gross. But that still gave me like, I think eight hours of sleep. Yeah. So I was like, yes. Mm -hmm. So anyway. (laughs) I mean, the energy is going to be off because it's the new moon in Pisces. So that is a great time to set intentions and decide how you want the rest of like the month to go. And then at the, when the full moon comes, that's like when you reap what you sow, whether it be good or bad. So and that's tonight, right? To set your intentions. Yeah. Say them, write them. You should write them. Yeah. That really helps get the energy. And then if you can burn them, that's great too. I can, I can burn them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm cranky. I wouldn't say that I'm beat, but I'm PMSing. So. Oh. Um, yeah, so I'm riding the waves of that. I did download this really cool new app called Stardust Hmm. because I'm so into the moon and it like tells you about the moon and your period and tells you like what kind of witch you are and when you ovulate, like in comparison to the full moon, new moon, whatever. And then it gives you like these fun things. Like yesterday it told me to avoid murdering people because that's the point, like my progesterone's dipping or whatever. And my body is, I don't know. And how did you do with that? I mean, I didn't kill anybody, <laughs> but if I have to get through the weekend and, and avoid murder, well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully that won't be the thing for the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I just, today was just, you know how, like some days I, I swear, like some months with my period or PMSing, like I'm unbothered by it and others, it just takes the life out of me. And I don't understand how... I used to go to school like this and I don't understand how even when I was nannying or waitressing like how did I do that because I had awful awful periods because I have PCOS yes which they say doesn't cause pain but they're liars because cysts cause pain and that's part of the the disease so disorder I could say I also had painful periods I don't know what your pain is compared to what my pain is right um and and things change like each month something could be different that's true and then i went for, through a really long episode of fatigue it's oh, you know? the worst i mean like when you're like driving home and you're yes. like i don't even know if i'm gonna make it i just want to close my eyes i literally went to my doctor and talked to him about it because i thought i thought is it me yeah what's going on <laughs> like, all, think, yeah but then since i was noticing a pattern with my period that's why i talked to him and he was like don't fight it if you get home and you're exhausted go to sleep yeah and then he started you know he suggested Motrin sometimes and that that helps yeah I hate well you know I hate taking any like pain reliever medications like if I'm taking something it has to be really really bad and I don't know why I'm just weird like that Mm -hmm. but I just don't because I don't even feel like it touches my my period pain so I'm like what's the point of putting in my body but and then there's, but there's some months where I feel like I don't have any pain. Like this month, it's all lower back, which to me is just also equals complete exhaustion. And then like I'm saying, like I said, like I'm imagining if I had to like lift toddlers 
oh, you know, no. or a tray, or even sit at a desk for eight hours, you know. Right. And you I was thinking how you about accomplished it. it. Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder how women accomplish all the time. Like, <laughs> like think about a celebrity, like a pop star, and then they have their friggin' period, and they just have to go on and perform in front of thousands of people. With those lights beating on them. Ew, it's, and, and it's hot, and you're sticky, and you probably think you smell. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I was just thinking about it, so it kind of took me down a little Google hole earlier, and I was looking into menstrual leave, and if there are any places like in the US any companies that recognize that as a thing and the US doesn't even come up in the conversation <laughs> of course not <laughs> which i mean shocker because look at maternity exactly. and paternity leaves do you know what i mean but i i just find that so strange like don't you think we should get more time <laughs> oh absolutely yeah i think it should be a part of fmla i think it should be yeah, you should get you should get sick time for it. Yeah, I mean, like, what about... There's so many women, I'm sure, not only the pain is just so bad, but like you said, the fatigue, and you just feel like you're falling asleep all day because your hormones are all jacked up, and there's really not much you can do, you know, to truly supplement it. Like, you can do little things, but mm-hmm. you're not guaranteed right. a solution every time. Well, and not to mention flow. I mean, right there, that the amount, you know, you have no idea of what amount some women bleed oh my god you know what i mean and if you do have to work sometimes it be looking like csi yeah exactly so if you are waitressing or you you know you you have to make it to the bathroom quite often you know what i mean to take care of cleaning yourself up oh my god and when we were waitressing we were like never allowed to go to the bathroom it's like it's like grade school (laughs) where you have to ask and you're like well why are more than one of you in the bathroom at a time grown woman and i gotta (laughs) shit exactly (laughs) yeah and i'm gonna shit on your time because you're paying me (laughs) oh my god that's the other thing with your period the shitting like i can't and i know like i think we mentioned this on another episode how it used to be so taboo to talk about your periods or if you had sons maybe you, it didn't get discussed in your house and it was like a weird thing but I'm against that I think the conversation should be completely open because it's like we don't have any choice Mm-mm. do you know what I mean like I don't have a choice like even if I never wanted children like my body still has to do this right exactly. <laughs> and there are like there are medications and stuff I could be on so that I like I had an IUD for seven years and I didn't bleed the whole time Mm -hmm. but I mean it also took away from the natural chemistry of my body because I had constant hormones going through it so it was like finding that balance of what was right for my body right I'm not experiencing the um the symptoms that you are to the extreme that you are now Mm -hmm. because I haven't had a period since last June. Right, you're hopefully headed towards menopause. I'm hopefully, right. I mean, my my doctors are hopeful. It's like everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm taking pills for it. Yeah. So, but I do still get some slight symptoms, but not like they used to be. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that. I just think it's so interesting that it's not really a conversation. Yeah. You know, and it's like hush hush and it's gross. And again, like the menstrual leave thing, like I can't right. believe even young women when you're first getting your period and you're adjusting. Like I remember in high school, I would pass out, you know, from periods. And at the time, 
or I would start to feel so fatigued that I thought I was going to pass out. And then I remember just trying to sit in that wooden desk all day in so much pain. I would like have to bring a pillow with me and it felt so dramatic and stuff. But we didn't know back in high school that I had PCOS, that I had cysts and that there were different things going on. But like it was, it was scary. And then you feel weird about it. So, so wait, I didn't get my period until I was like a teen teenager, like 15. Mm-hmm. How old were you? I mean, I, I, I know you weren't young. We were, I feel like we were living in the apartments. So I was probably like 14, 15 years old. Okay. Yeah. So now I have employees who have daughters mm-hmm. who have had their period at nine years old. What? Nine years old. There are little girls out there. I'm stressed thinking about it. Periods at nine. I can't. What is even that? Like, what, what is the, that? Looks the like? body chemistry. Like, is that um? Is that hereditary? Like, I do not know. But do you know if you get a period, you can get pregnant. Well, I mean, all of it's just so. <laughs> but scary. nine years old. Like, you, well, you started talking about scary, and I was like, yeah, it was scary. It was uncomfortable. It was so many things and I was 15 years old yeah and then immediately that conversation I had had and I don't know how it even came up with these because I yeah all, all my I employees mean, are men because you figure that I would hope that there's some kind of sex talk by the time you know your child reaches puberty but if your kid is reaching puberty at nine ten years old like do they even have the mental capacity like they can't really wrap their head around not only just sex but reproduction like everything that your body's going through like what a woman's body goes through especially to carry a baby like that's i I, I was just so surprised that that i mean i want to say a child a a nine ten year old is a child that is child and i was blown away and i don't think he was exaggerating right why why would he right (laughs) who would do that yeah you know so i'm i'm uh, I haven't. I can't even imagine. But I'm really, really interested in this leave for your period. Like I don't even know how that would. I mean, well, you're a boss, but all of your employees are men. But if you had, like, say you could create the structure, do you know what I mean? Like, what would that look like for you? Because you wouldn't want it to be a free for all. And now, I guess, with the way the world has changed, there can be the option to work from home if your job allows for that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? But So here's the deal. Like, um, we're getting ready to install breastfeeding pods, which I think is ama- amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So if you think about it, without a woman getting her period, you're <laughs> never going to get to use those breastfeeding pods. Well, that's the thing is because the periods are disgusting, but the babies are amazing. Like, everybody wants to celebrate a birth, but nobody wants to talk about... All the shit that you have to go through to I've get there. Nobody wants to talk about sex. On my period. Nobody <laughs> wants to talk about periods. Nobody wants to talk about like what actually happens when you push a baby out of your vagina. Mm. Like the amount of times. And again, I have not given birth, and I am fully aware that one day I could eat my words on everything I've ever said. Like I could change my whole opinion on everything when I have a child. I get that. True that. But um, the amount of times that I see women when they're like, "No one warned you about that," I'm like. But why? Like, why are we not warning women about right. that? Like, whatever it may like, the fact that you may tear and there may be stitches involved. Like, the fact that you may shit. You right may shit there. right there on the table. Um, mm-hmm. Postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. The conversations are starting to open, but I can't believe how much we 
expect of women. The fact that you're expected to, you know, carry a child for 10 months, like it's 40 weeks. I don't know why we try to cut this down. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I get some months are different, but you know, your, your average pregnancy, 38 to 40 weeks, whatever. And then you get, what's, what's the typical leave right now for maternity? Do you know? Do you know your companies? I, I don't. Yeah. You never took maternity leave there. I know. And neither (laughs) have my men. Right. But you guys have paternity Um, leave as well. They have maternity and paternity, but I was a little disappointed to hear that there, there was a male and female who both worked for Jeff. Okay. And they weren't a lot at the same amount. He, they both, if they, if they worked in separate places, you know what I mean? Are they, you know separate what I'm apartments? No, not at Jefferson. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> not there. Yeah. You know what I mean? She got her full amount and he only got a few weeks, like two weeks. Like they decreased it because they worked for the same company. But why? I don't understand. Did, were they, did they take the weeks together, like at the same time? Or did they split them up so that one was home and then? They had to split them up. So, like, she got to take hers, and then mm-hmm. she came back, and then he got to take his, or mm-hmm. vice versa? Mm-hmm. And overlap a couple. So, let's say, like, I'm trying to think of what it, it is. Like, is it... I know it's not... Is it 12 weeks? It could be 12 weeks. That sounds crazy. That sounds so... Like, no time. Maybe it's 16. I don't know. So, about... Was that three months? 12 weeks? So, like, you're expected to carry a child, give birth... Be home, bond with that child, while also, let's be real, like, maintaining a home. And then especially you have a partner who, even if they do get paternity leave, it's probably not as long as yours. So they're going back. So even though you have this new baby, you still want to make meals and have a clean home and, you know, attempt to have a social life so that you don't sink inside of yourself because you're already sacrificing so much. Mm -hmm. And then in a blink of an eye, you have to go back to work and be away from your baby. You have to leave your baby. Your brand new baby. And then you get to the cost of childcare. Right. And the stress that that brings. It's not even it's the crazy. cost of childcare. <clears throat> it's, it's the, uh, you have to leave your child with strangers. Mm-hmm. You have to leave your infant and helpless. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you have no that. idea. Not, yeah. with the, not with that young of an age, but... You know, we've had our issues with that, but I wasn't working when I had kids. Right. So. Yeah. I didn't have to go through that. I, I mean, I, I have friends. I have a friend who I think will be a guest on the podcast, actually, who ended up leaving her career to be a stay-at-home mom and raise her kids. And, you know, I'm sh- a lot of women do. And I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious about it from all ends. I want to know if they ever... Uh, feel resentment later. Do you know what I mean? Like imagine going to school for so many years or getting a graduate degree and then giving that all up. And part of it's so beautiful. Of course, you want to be able to spend all the time you can with your kids. But then, I don't know, I guess there's just so many elements to it that well, I find interesting. There there are elements and there are the elements where you you give up your career, you raise your kids, they get through high school, then yeah. what? Then what? Yeah. Now you split up. <laughs> now yeah. you're divorced. That sounds like a Lifetime movie. Right? But now you, I've seen all of them. I know. But now you're divorced. Reba was probably in that one. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you keep up on your licenses? Like, all yeah. these things. There's just so many things that come out of it, but. Yeah. 
we've we were actually you and I were just talking the other day how I said to you I wouldn't be surprised if like in another life you just weren't a mother I wasn't a mother yeah yeah do you mean like I could totally see (laughs) shit I've already done the mother thing no but you know what I mean like you know what I mean like um because like you didn't mean to have kids when you did nah it was a total oopsie Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so like yeah so I'm just Didn't saying learn the first time. <laughs> so like, yeah. do we ever learn the first time? Like, let's get real. But um, I because you've changed so much, you know, since since when I was a little a little kid. Of course, I'm all grown up. Yeah, now. I know. We're both getting there. Yeah. And but what are some of the things at the time? Do you know, like, what are some of the things? Well, you're 20s. But what are some of the things you felt like you had to give up because you were a mother? And now looking back, you're like, why did I put that pressure on myself? I don't ever really remember feeling like I had to give up anything. Okay. Um, I just remember struggling and being afraid that I wasn't going to be able to give enough. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And and I didn't know anything. No, we don't know shit. I I didn't. I didn't have any. (laughs) Does anyone ever? You know what I mean? (laughs) I, I, I knew nothing. Yeah. But you're alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I rem- and you and one of my aunts were just talking about this recently. You're like, that we were in our 20s, and they handed us these babies, and we're like, shit, we have to keep them alive and keep them clean. And, and when I got home with you, I wasn't even allowed to carry you. Right, because of the surgery, yeah. 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 I wasn't allowed to lift anything over... Five pounds. And I was, for sure, yeah. You had big-ass babies, yeah. I did. (laughs) I did. Yeah. And it's interesting because, I mean, we've talked about this before, but parenting is just so different. Like, men are taking... It seems as though men are taking such a different role in fatherhood than they did previously. I don't know if that's just... let's applaud that. It's for real. (laughs) I don't know if that's just, like, my experience of what was going on around me personally, but to me, it looks like... I've said this before when I started nannying, like, to see fathers that were coming home for school meetings or for practices and stuff like that. That was new to me. (laughs) Yeah. Sober fathers, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. (laughs) And now I feel like uh, dads are really, you know, they're part of the part of the equation well and there are a lot of dads up there that are dads out there that are also helping to change the how you're raising a child how you're dealing with discipline Mm -hmm. how you're feeding them you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and some of them want i mean we've talked about this custody you know what i mean when when you're split like so different it's very different i feel like back in the day men were just like oh well now i'm divorced and now i see my kids every other weekend and it is what it is like (laughs) like that was such a common thing well when my parents got divorced i stayed with my dad yeah that's true Mm -hmm. that's true but that has its own dark backstories (laughs) yeah yeah you know what not bad starting out with the period and then heading into that (laughs) (laughs) speaking of things that are messy and scary (laughs) i know right oh my gosh it is it's 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 crazy the way like we as a society treat mothers i find it very interesting like i saw a post the other day and it was like it was like a, I was like a 
typical mom overachieving like man or whatever and it was like when mom's picking them up from school it's like oh look she's on time and when dad's picking them up from school like oh what a great dad and when dad has the kids it's oh look he's spending time with his children and when mom's doing it it's just what's expected of her Mm -hmm. you know and it's unfortunate that there is still the imbalance of is it recognition it could be recognition. Yeah. And I also don't like when men... I've heard men say it. I'm not saying all men do this. I'm, I'm not babysitting. You're not babysitting. <laughs> Those are they're your, your children. children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They are you, they're your children. I never understood that either. I remember Graham used to be like that too, like with our, my cousins. I, and if the girls would be doing something, she'd be like, oh, where are the kids? Oh, they're with their father. Oh, what a great man he is to stay at home with the children. Like... They're his kids. <laughs> like, he did this. <laughs> I I don't understand it. Like, well, I remember my mom was born in 39. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and <sighs> so, again, she way saw different. Her share. Way different. A way different time. There was different times and different expectations yeah. of the sexes. Yeah. Speaking of expectations of the sexes, like, how do you feel about traditional gender roles? Like, like, you're, I mean, you're in the business world, but, like, how do you feel about the traditional thoughts of, like, there are some things that are for men and some things that are for women and men being superior and things like that? So, I don't feel that men should be superior. Okay. But I do think, for me, for me, I know my place in things. I I can do some household yeah. things, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm limited because of my size. I'm limited because I can't lift a whole sh- sheet of seat- sheet rock, sorry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So for that, you know, I stand down. I don't, I'm not saying that I'm not an equal to a man. I mean, I, I work in a, in, a, in a man's world. Yeah, you do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, I'm, and I'm good at it. You are. Um, but at home, I feel like if... If I was a stay-at-home mom, of course, there'd, there'd be things that we would have to work out. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I'm not taking out the trash and I'll have your meals on the table. But, <laughs> yeah. like, with me now, I've been, I mean, Tony, I've, you know, I've been single so long. I yeah. wouldn't even, what could I, could I give up something? Could I, could I accept someone who throws their crap all over the floor? I know. Uh, I know. It's so funny you say that because I was cruising through Twitter the other day, as I do, because that's where I get all my hard-hitting news. (laughs) And I came across a couple, and I honestly don't remember if it was a male or a female, but their partner was a female. And they were talking about how uh, them and their partner live separately. And they're in a committed relationship. They're 100% together. They don't see other people. It's a closed relationship. But they just have some things about them that don't vibe as far as them living together. Like, one of them is kind of a night owl, and they're an artist, so they like to go in their studio till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. But that would give their partner anxiety, like being in the bed alone. Or they would force themselves to go to bed at the same time as their partner, but then they're up at 4 a.m. on their phone, like, laughing and waking their partner up. Do you know what I mean? Or one is very clean and rigid in the way they keep the house, and the other ones are more laid back. And their stance on it was like, 
that cup on the table isn't bothering me. So if it's bothering you, you need to take care of it, but without any resentment against me because I'm more laid back. And I am curious how you feel about that that stance. There's two parts to this because I want to know how you feel about that stance. And then we're going to go back and talk about um, couples living apart. So here's my problem. (laughs) If I was having this talk with my significant other. Okay. I would say to them, looking them in the face, I can do this without resentment. But I can do (laughs) But I'm trying to, excuse me. No, I know you so well that by the look on your face, I already know some shit's coming. Yeah, it is because I know that I'm lying. (laughs) When you say you can do it without resentment. But I mean, I'll try, but it's going to ruin me. Yeah. Because now that cup that used to be tea is now a nice little floaty thing of mold. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. let stuff sit. I, we all have. And I've had to clean it. Yeah. And I should have just grabbed it the first fucking day. I've lost cups to tea. Oh, I throw them away. <laughs> yeah. You could easily come into my house in my cabinet and see mix match. Yeah. I, if, if it's, I throw it away. What are some of the, the like hard no's you think you would not be able to deal with living with another, like a partner? I, I, I don't want to say another person because we live together, but I'm your kid. So it's, like di- sharing, it's different. Sharing a room. <laughs> with mean, like a romantic like, partner. Like sharing a room with Just someone? sharing everything and being in a couple and being, you know what I mean? Like. You know, I don't know. I remember all the things I used to fucking hate. <laughs> what are some of the but, things you but fucking I'm, hate? But I'm a better person now. <laughs> okay. I am. No, we all are. I'm more patient. Mm-hmm. And I don't really even think I fucking liked my husband. That's a major component. Although yeah. I said so many times, oh, I love you. I just love you. And then I sometimes like, did I We'd be saying like some it? shit. I know. So I hope. Again, with the hormones, you I know. I hope that. A man that comes into my life now, I would actually really dig him. And then and there's I, probably guess what? things all I over. Would pro- <laughs> I would probably clean up all his motherfucking cups mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and do anything he wanted. Yeah, because I'm a giver. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? As long as I, as long as my needs were being fulfilled, I'll fulfill all yours. And I guess that's probably the balance, right? Because the cups might bother you, so you might be picking up his cups. But then there might be things that you let go or aren't diligent about that he picks up the slack on or break the leaves break yeah, the leaves. or even shit like that like raking the leaves fucking we have a we have a really really big driveway i have free leaves free, <laughs> leaves. free, free leaves <laughs> and little round balls for my tree <laughs> we do free leaves and free sticky balls for anyone who wants them for any of my friends that live in tycone i know you guys don't get a lot of nature so I'm I'm gonna call Jess and be like, do you want some nature? Yeah, in Bridesburg, mm-hmm. I'll bag it. <laughs> we'll deliver it. <laughs> Take the goddamn leaves. Yeah, or just like I said that I'm like some of the things I miss about being in a relationship are like someone to take out the trash. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. someone I say to Donnie like. Um, I get mad that you have a husband because you have someone to send out to like get you a soda. Ooh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I never had that. Or when you're like craving something, someone to go. No. See, I don't my boyfriend that. could never do that because he was on house arrest. So like I had to go <laughs> get all the sodas. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you even had to dig your own uh, car out. In South fucking Philly. In the snow. Ladies, gentlemen. My bad girl. Don't date somebody on house arrest. No. They can't help you do shit. Mm. <laughs> They can't mm-hmm. leave their fucking doorstep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm glad you laugh about it now. I laugh a whole lot about it now because it's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? You've grown. This is about growth. This is about... And listen, I wrote that, a whole we've grown. I wrote a whole ass book. I know. So anytime my brain doesn't go down like a why did I, why did I, why did I? But even if it did, like I wrote a fucking book and it's published. And even if I never write another one, I you did wrote it. A book. <laughs> and without that relationship, That's right. that wouldn't have happened. And it is what it is. But don't date anybody on house arrest, <laughs> especially if it's winter. It doesn't go well, <laughs> especially if it's winter taking out my can you believe it i could tell you one time i'm gonna tell one more fucking funny story about him and then he's not on this episode anymore (laughs) (laughs) i think that's what it was he saw my potential and he's like one day she's gonna be out there telling her stories and i need to make them fucking fantastic oh yeah one time it was freezing snowing right and he had ran into the store we were in my car and he had ran into the store so I had like a big, like a North Face jacket. So he threw my jacket on to run into the store. And when he got back in my car, he still had it on. But it's snowing and it's cold and he lived in South Philly. And we had to park like eight blocks away from his house. So we are about to get out of the car to walk back to his house. And I'm like, he's definitely going to give me my coat back. Like, right? Oh my God. <laughs> he fucking didn't. He kept my coat on, and I walked with no coat. You didn't say anything. I don't remember if I even did. Like, I I probably just blacked out. Like, I don't, like, I don't know. But, like, the basic, like, the basic thing you're supposed to do as a man, and it's crazy to me, because... Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. You weren't expecting him to give you his jacket. (laughs) You're right. It was my jacket. You're right. Girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god, Ugh. I can't. That's so Ugh. funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I'm, it's so funny. I'm so glad we talked about that. Did you know the jacket story? <laughs> no. <laughs> there was, was another time. And I was like, wait. She thought if he gave her that, he'd be showing that he's a gentleman. <laughs> fucking hers it's your coat my coat my car my money that bought the snacks oh my god your beer there was another time that it was snowing in south philly and we were like walking and fighting like we're we're in an argument and we're walking and we get to the corner and my feet just fall out from under me and now i'm on the ground in the snow right and we're fighting but he immediately went so he's like oh my god are you okay and he like reached down to help me and i'm like no fuck you like i'm like no i'm staying in character i'm pissed Mm -hmm. i'm stomping all the way down Christian Street. I feel like that's part of that stubborn Italian side you got. Mm-hmm. Don't pick. Don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Girl. I'll kick you right in your ankle bracelet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was a good one. I know. I thought so too. Okay. Um, back to the couple living apart. Mm. So I have heard of couples having different bedrooms i've heard of that have you is that something that you would consider getting into a relationship like how would you feel about having a different bedroom than your partner within one house i think i could dig that yeah Mm -hmm. i could yeah what are some things that would make you be like you know what you should have your own room snoring snoring yeah i snore a lot of people i'm supposed to use a breathing machine you are Mm -hmm. um 
it really, I, I don't want to say farting, but it depends. If someone just like really, truly stinky, like rank ass farts, <laughs> I just get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, sleep it. Yeah. Yeah, and like you when know, you're moon for that, when you've been sleeping alone for so I, long too, you th- like I move around so much, and I know I do, and I hate it, but I do it, and I'm like, what if I was with someone who moved around? We'd just be punching the shit out of each other all night. Well, the funny thing is, is temperature wise, I think we're both about the same now, but our rooms are probably fifty something degrees. Right. That's how we need to sleep, yeah. sometimes with a ceiling fan. And then what if you get with someone who likes it really hot? Who? Then he's going to have to leave. <laughs> I don't understand that That's question. the deal. How do you feel about... Um... So here's the deal. I'm willing to compromise well, yeah. you got on it. anything, mm-hmm. but I'll be damned if I'll give up anything of myself again without someone else at least meeting me halfway. That's I did that already. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Mm. The, uh, you got to get a, an ROI. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? No, I, it's true. Why not? It's true. How do you feel about couples living, what's your opinion on that, like completely separately, like living in, in, in different, different homes and just being married and just... If it works for you. Yeah, I mean, I guess real. if you had children, that's a different component. But again, that would you could have different bedrooms. Or the parents could swap. Yeah, I mean, I'm a believer in like whatever works yeah. for you, whatever feels good for you, as long as you're not hurting anybody. If you're happy. And you feel good. Yeah, who yeah, cares? If you're happy... You know, happiness leads to healthiness. I don't know that I could do that, though. Like, I don't know that I could be in a committed... Well, I mean, I've been in committed relationships where we didn't live together. But, like, long-term or to be married, I think I'd rather I be... I couldn't either. Together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could sleep in a different room. See, I mean, but I would want We're going to meet up. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to meet up. You yeah. know what I mean? That brings in something else I've I've seen pop up on Twitter. How do you feel about scheduling intimacy? Nah, I mean, no? it, I could schedule it and say, yo, when you get home tonight, I'm going to, right. you know, give you yeah. a good ass blow job and a good ass one. Yeah. And yeah. well, he's going to be thinking about it all day. That's so the hope. you yeah. have to deliver. That's probably what drove my ex crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. It's dude. It's the next day. You're just getting home. <laughs> yeah. The BJ's canceled. Well, yeah, if you stay at the bar all night, then the Yeah, BJ's if you don't get home until after midnight, that shit's gone. That switches everything. You should have got home at least at 10.30. That's true. See, I think, I understand where you're coming from, but you're also, you know, you've been single for so long, you don't have young children. I think if you're in the situation where, like, maybe if your relationship's kind of new and your work schedules are different, or if you have young kids, then, like, throwing it on the, count- the calendar might be a good idea. Sure. Like if you morning. know, if you know, like every Wednesday night, you know, at 8 p.m., we're doing this, like it sounds silly at first, but it might get you a little, like you start looking forward to Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you know you're having tacos, right. yeah. you think about it all day long. Mm-hmm. Mm, tacos. I know. Right? Mm, anyway. Boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Husband. <laughs> so I, but I mean, if you live apart, then you have to you schedule have it. You have to, and then you'd have to schedule your dates. But I also wonder... And if, do you get a key? Right. Like, do you just get to can pop up on me? Right. What are the... I guess you have to create what See? those boundaries are. Yeah, that ain't my, that ain't my thing. Living separate. Mm. I'm curious about that. I'd want to... I want to talk to people who, like... I wonder, if, I wonder if I know anybody who, like, has experience with that. Hmm. I wonder if I know anybody my age 
who are sleeping in separate bedrooms. I'd be curious to know. That young. But do but you say that, but do you think it indicates a problem necessarily? No, I do not. But I can tell you in my marriage when I slept in a separate bedroom, <laughs> it was not because we decided that was a good idea. That's a little different, yeah. <laughs> it was because you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's because the resentment had built up uh-huh. and then And then a fight broke out. Damn. Whatever. Been there. I remember nights like going to the couch and then being pissed that he didn't like come ask me why I was on the couch. Mm. You know? Yeah. Never. I don't want to do that shit anymore. <laughs> Speaking of resentment. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned. Oh my god! I know it's just so hard. I mean, that would be the other plus too, right? If you get into a really fight or a big fight, or you're just having really bad like off energies, like you go to your place, I'm going to my place, right? And now. We get legit space. Yeah, I could probably do it in the same house, but not in different houses. Not in different houses. No, because I mean, one of one of the perks of being married is you're you're fifty fifty, and I mean, at least that's what it's supposed to be. That's what it would be in my next, next relationship, relationship if we were living. But I did not have that experience in my marriage. Yeah. Just uh, there was <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it just didn't happen. It's it's sucky when you think about it, like when I think about the shitty relationships I've been in, but then I also feel like I'll be able to appreciate the good things so much more. Like I see couples who, like the things that they bitch about or seem to be huge for them, I'm like, man, like maybe it's naive of me, but I kind of wish that would have been my worst problem exactly. with my person, mm-hmm. you know? I just think that I'm going to be a better partner. Me too. Because I've learned so much. Um, I'm on Effexor. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's not the Effexor, but I think that's part of it too. I think that we've both, like I've been single more than I've been in committed relationships, you know, and I'm only 33. That doesn't phase me one bit. But um, because I've spent so much time single and because I spent so much time alone, I'm constantly reflecting on myself, constantly working. There's a lot of self, you know, awareness. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people I've done in the past myself, you get into a relationship and then you just kind of stop your growth. Do you know what I mean? Like you expect this person to just accept you. And if you, whatever, like they have to ride your waves and deal with your bullshit and that's not necessarily true. And then also, like, we're all constantly changing. Our interests change. Our tastes change. And if you're not willing to, you know, open up and go with the flow of your partner a little bit, like, you can end up in a really stagnant place, especially for people who get into relationships really, really young. Yeah, I'm sorry, I just completely lost my... I know, somebody was having a good time outside. Something happened in my left ear. I'm so sorry, it was just this pounding. I saw your face, I hear it too. I I apologize, but I hear I think our neighbor just got home. Yeah, his bass. He does. All about that bass. He's got a nice truck, but... (laughs) You're going to have to swing me back. I I apologize, I'm so sorry. We lost our footing for a minute there. (laughs) So um, I was talking about when people get into relationships really young and then if they're not continuing to work on themselves or, you know, if the other person is changing and they're not really into changing or evolving. I think that that's 
what happens when you get into a relationship so young. I mean, I, I'm very impressed with people who do work through all of the ups and downs. You know, they, they start out at 18, 19 years old, they're married and they make it through. Yeah. That didn't happen for me. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> you're 20 years old, you don't know anything. And then if you're, your husband's the same age or your boyfriend's the same age, but I think you're coming in at a time where you have so much education, you know, and experience, even with children and, and relationships, because it's not just about it being, you know, man and wife. It's like understanding how to treat people and, yeah. and be respectful. And I wasn't there. You yeah. know what I mean? I, it was, for me, younger, it was just a... I always wanted to get them back. <laughs> yeah. A lot of for real. Like, revenge. Yeah. yeah I mean, like petty bullshit, honestly. Some, you do some crappy shit, and I'm like, mm, flush. <laughs> <laughs> you loved flushing the toilet. It was hot. To- you loved flushing the toilet while dad was in the shower. I did. I that couldn't, was, like, I your couldn't thing. do anything else. I couldn't do yeah. that. No, I do. I think it's... I, I know some couples, I know, like, where one person, you know, they've been together since they were teenagers, and one person has changed and you know they're outgoing and they're fun and they want to travel and they want to hang out with their partner and they have a couple kids but their kids are kind of at that age where it's okay if they explore their relationship a little bit more and he's kind of like no like I am who I am I've always been this person I don't know what your problem is right and and she's just kind of like well (laughs) Mm -hmm. this like what am I'm not gonna stay attached to something that doesn't make me happy anymore and I think that's a big difference, too, in society now versus when you were younger is now it's like focus on self and focus on happiness because you can't, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup exactly. and you can't be a good mom. You can't be a good partner. You can't be anything, a good worker if you're not happy within yourself. And, and now we encourage people to do that. Like if your job's draining you, fucking leave it. You know, right. if your relationship makes you feel shitty, get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like whatever it is, you have to you know, act for yourself first. And I, that wasn't a thing. That was not a thing. Especially for women. Do not, you, you do not leave the marriage. You, you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you stay, then you stay and you stay. You know what I mean? And, and we did. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Until you don't anymore. But it, not everybody gets out. It's unfortunate because I, you are one and I've had a conversation with another, you know, a woman that I really cared about who, got into a marriage and she expressed to me like she knew before she walked down that aisle that she was doing the wrong thing Mm -hmm. like but the pressure of everything that she had planned and the dresses and the bridesmaids and the families and you know the merging of lifestyle that it it was scarier to it was scarier to 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 act for herself you know what I mean? Then to get into this relationship and eventually it fell apart and then right. it ended up being ugly and it sucks. Yeah, it does. And I actually went through mine and it still sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you, yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. She did too. She went right. through it and then like, and, and I think we talked about that before. Like, had you known though that you could have just walked away um, I would have walked away. It could have changed everything for you. It could have changed everything. But the reasons me. that you went through with the marriage had more to do with 
other people's opinions yes. and outside pressures and society pressures and you had children and religious pressures because you became a member of the Catholic Church in order to get married. So, But being left to wait 45 minutes on your uh, rehearsal... I should have been able to walk away and, right then. And nobody should have been surprised. Like, can we talk about that? That if you would have been like, you know what? Fuck this. I wish my parents would have just... Pulled you aside and been like, Maria, car, this guy pack sucks. Pack up the shit and this is it. That's what should We're have happened. Gone. That's what should never, have happened. You're never looking back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I don't know. Would I have been able to withstand that? But it once I allowed that, it was downhill every you know what I mean yeah we'll talk about that all the time once you show someone do you know what I mean what they can do to you Mm -hmm. unfortunately Mm -hmm. that's kind of the way it spirals and it's it's so strange like we've discussed before the things that get us there like we mentioned in the episode with Gina that it's such a self-worth thing and um the one family I nannied for for like 10 years I'm really really close with their mother and she's she's just awesome and we're from two completely different worlds like me being her nanny and just uh, the relationship that we have, like I exposed her to so many things she wouldn't have otherwise knew existed. Mm-hmm. And But I remember a breakup a long time ago and I was talking to her about it. And I was like, yeah, he was talking to another girl. And she's like, well, you're done then, right? And I was like, well, you know, and I gave his excuses. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And this might have been like after I finally ended it because I don't, I don't think I had the balls to tell her before that. Mm-hmm. But when I'm telling her <laughs> the truth, she said, she's like what do you mean? She's like, no. She's like, the minute he did something that made you feel less than, it should have been, I don't love you anymore, goodbye. Right. Like, absolutely not. And I think of her all the time when I'm doing stupid shit, and it doesn't always pull me out, but... (laughs) Right. But she said it so matter-of-factly. Oh, yeah, and and I know she means it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've seen her marriage. I've Mm -hmm. seen her parents' marriage. Like, I know she means it. Like, you're not going to treat me any kind of way Mm -hmm. and it took me a long time to get there I'm still not all the way there a lot of times like I have regressions and then I feel shitty but like I've said before it's it's rarely what the other person does it's more my reactions so that's what it is it's where my low self-worth in those moments takes me to to where I'm reacting badly right I think that's a big part of it too such a huge thing I've had to learn the past couple years is forgiveness and like forgiving myself for when I'm shitty you know, yeah. because I will beat myself up all day long about things that I did and and completely grant so much grace to the other side. And I'm really I feel like I have a Libra moon. So, like, I'm really good at balance, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I forgiveness has been. And that's huge. And that's been part of the growth and part of the regression. I think I mentioned like my anxiety, too. Sometimes I'll fall back into old habits with my anxiety and then I'm like what the hell? Like feeling like everything's thrown out the window and that isn't the case. It's okay to, uh, to stumble a little bit, I guess. Because you're not perfect. I know, but (laughs) wait, are you? I don't think so. Wait, have you ever heard of imposter syndrome? No. So I've read about this and basically the concept is when you don't feel like you deserve any of the acknowledgement or recognition that you actually get for things. Like you feel, it feels wrong to you. Huh. I, 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 can, I think we all have imposter syndrome at some say, level. I, is that what that's called? I think so. I hope I'm explaining it correctly. I, like, yeah, I can, 
I can relate to that. Like when people mention my book and I'm like, oh, anybody can write a book. But And I'm not being facetious. Like right. really, like anybody can write a book. But And I, I guess that is taking away from what I did do. I feel like but I, I feel get like, that at work. And I'm like, it's yeah. my job. Like it's why is job. it so hard for us? It's my job. <laughs> All day long I get that. You're the, I mean, I told you, we got that you're the unsung hero. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I want, that feels like a woman thing too, though. I feel like it's so hard for women to like put the stamp on their accomplishments and really own them. Whereas I feel like men are like, yeah. I get the thank yous and I get a reply way too fast. This is my job. Yeah, I'm supposed to be doing my this. My boss has an expectation that I do respond quickly. Right. Right. So, and then you're treated like it's like, I love oh, you're it. so it's amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> Here, I'm like, I'm just typing an email, lady, but. You yeah, got it. I'm sure on some level everybody kind of feels like they don't deserve uh, what they have. I guess I don't know. That's such a weird. We're such a complicated, a complicated species. <laughs> <laughs> but as always, this has been really fun. Yeah, this was this was a good lighthearted one. It felt lighthearted. I don't know. We'll we'll wrap up and be like, what did we even talk about? <laughs> but next week, uh. We have a guest. Your friend Heather came on. Do you want to tell a little bit about Heather? Yeah, Heather's story is quite interesting. Um, Heather's from my past, mm-hmm. um, more in my teens, and I just found out she's quite a few years younger than me. <laughs> yeah. I did not really hang out with her much. She was friends with my sister, and then we kind of um, we just reunited couple years ago Mm -hmm. so we've been growing and trying to get to know each other and yeah we're really enjoying it and then you're gonna hear it on the episode you are and we talked a little bit about growing up catholic going to catholic school um being a step parent especially at a super young age we talked about a lot of cool stuff so that'll be really great heather is awesome she's a really good time So thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you again soon. Bye.